Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Um, are we recording? But more than... Oh, mate, we are. Thanks for always ruining the, uh, oh, the, the fourth wall by asking that. I don't care. <laughs> I Welcome to episode 17 of No Idea Yet. This week, we're here with Johnny. Not really paying attention. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I did it. I did it this time. It and me. ready. Hi. And they're going to find out live on the episode now what we're going to be talking about this week. It is memory. Oh, girl. Anyway, we're going to go over a few different things related to memory, and then we're going to go away for a week and uh, research it, and come back and see what we remember slash learned. Um, so, to open it up, let's go for Johnny. What is your earliest memory? Ah, not even definition. <laughs> no, no, no. Johnny, what's your earliest memory? I'll say a quick thing. I've, I did a, a lecture on this. I didn't do it, but I went to a lecture on this, so I'm going to, for the research, I'm going to get my books out of my garage and go look through my uni stuff. Um, my earliest memory was... I. Oh, so I think what I can remember is it could have been a dream, could have not been it, in the middle of the night of climbing over. There was a child gate on my bedroom door. I used to I had shadow with my brother, and it was climbing over that at night to go get whatever, and then to to put into this of the thing of memory of my mum's earliest memory was her going around on a little like bicycle when she was like however old, going around in circles in the garden. And then it was funny because she told this to her mum uh, and she, and her sister as well. Um, and it was like, no, that that's wrong because you were too young at that because the house that she remembers being in, she was only like two or three years old, so you were too young at that time to actually be able to do that. What you actually remember is your sister was on that bike going around you in circles. So her earliest memory is actually the memory of her sister going around it, but yeah. she remembers She's implanted herself, herself into that. That happens so, all. It, yeah, like um. Now, yeah, that's something we'll go into in a, in a bit. I'm sure, but this is a thing where where if, if you if you were at somewhere or someone, you, you hear a lot of people tell a story, and you remember it differently, or you would remember being the being someone else in that story who they're telling the perspective from it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely happens um a lot. Um, Freddie, have have you anything? Um, for an early memory. memory. Yeah. Or, like, do you remember your? Do you have an earliest memory that you're like, oh, that was definitely an earliest memory, and I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. If, Five years ago, five today, and then five years time. If that's the same answer, I that's think. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think you retain whatever, what you, whatever memories you think are memories, anyway. At least of your young time, and they're not really going to change because that's what they say, isn't it? When you when you start to See, when you're main, I, I'm not convinced. Actually, I, I think they do change every time you remember them a little bit, and then no, no, okay. not not. Yeah, they wouldn't change dramatically. Like yeah, you, but if it was little details, I think they might still the same yeah. scene but different details. Okay, let me let me reiterate. Your earliest memories are the last to go. All I mean is that I oh. thought I thought you meant that, like, you, as as time progresses, you forget stuff <laughs> from the past. Um, no, hopefully. But not. yeah, no, of course, no. I think things probably do change, and I mean, you, memories are notoriously um, unreliable. Fickle. But yeah. yeah, I have memories. I'm not sure which is my earliest. I have a memory that I think is my earliest of trying to ask for a banana in the kitchen of our old old house and trying to think of the work trying to explain myself like i i knew i wanted but could get the right sounds out but i don't know if that's true or not um i also do have at least clear memories of the old house that i used to live in um, and i can name different parts of things that were in rooms my parents have verified that was true and i was younger than six so at least i know that they are true mm-hmm. um, and it's no way it would have been my brother or sister because they were even younger than me so, so uh, at least I can I can I can say I've got memories of my brother weeing on me when I was lying down outside in the garden um, I've got a, <laughs> a few memories, weeks ago so <laughs> yeah memories of um, burying a uh, what do you call it like a time capsule in that garden which would be great to go back to right um, knock, knock, knock. Excuse me, can I dig up your back garden, please? Why? Yeah. You hide something? Yes, I'm not going to tell you what. <laughs> because I can't remember, or can I? Um, yeah, of, of certain parts. It's a USB of stick with some Bitcoin that I buried in 2011, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, oh man, yeah. 
2011, I would have actually been <laughs> 14. No. Older than that. Oh, I don't know. Can't do maths right now. Ugh. 16, 17. What's, what's your age, mate? Minus, current age minus 10. Go on. Oh, current age minus 10. I was 16. That's way too old. To... <laughs> it's the easiest. 2011 is 10 years ago. I can't. I actually couldn't think straight. Yeah. 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 I'm doing engineering. Good. Kill me. Now. Yeah. Um, it's funny thing is just before like your, your next question, I'm literally rereading um, the man who mistook his wife for a hat, uh, which by Doctor Sachs, I think his name is. I can't remember. Which is about memory. I mean, lots of it has people whose memories are deteriorating or have certain parts of their memories have changed, or it's it's madness. So I'll probably end up throwing a bit of that in later on in the episode. Mm. Do you think there's a lot of some issue of how how much we use computers at the moment? And how much you associate kind of how computers use memory, but then how different that is from humans. Do you think that's a Johnny looks excited by that point? <laughs> I, I, I think the start of the point or I was going to say about computers and like how we rely on things. And there was somebody who came in to work a while ago and must have been in his 60s, 70s, like a classic farmer kind of guy. But he owned like a big company of these like uh, vehicle hire, like tractors and diggers and like big things. I don't think I'm talking to us, I'm talking about tractors and diggers. Um, not to adults. <laughs> and, um, but, sorry, sorry. Back to those. What color were they? Were they <laughs> what noises did they make? Can you, can you get back to the tractors? He, he's like famously bad with any kind of tech. He has like like an old Nokia kind of phone, and it's wrecked kind of thing. He barely just knows what to do. Um, and it's funny because saying like, oh yeah, this because it was a someone I worked with. She's like, oh yeah, his memory is insane. Like he's a really nice guy. If you wrong him though, he'll proper have it out for you. He'll go have like a team of twenty people, and then he'll go to the lunchbox, which is like a like a butty shop uh, across the road from us, and he'll remember all twenty orders, everything. They'll be like, oh yeah, so and so wants this, this. They don't want that. They do want this, and it'll be like a big lunch order for like twenty people. Yeah, and he'll know exactly where all the tractors, all the diggers are at any one given time because people will be calling him. This phone book, he'll just know all the numbers off by heart, and it's just because he's needed. And I don't think that's it. I don't think he can read and write or something like that. It's something mad like he can't properly write down or something and so he's just always used his memory like insanely because he he was never you know he, he never properly learned how to um i think it was to write so, yeah, like you, that. but yeah just a lot of untapped potential there do you reckon i, I, I always find that quite interesting about how little we know about the human mind and all the rest of that but don't we all have that potential though like it's I just our necessity it's our necessity i didn't i never needed to memorize lists of things until I worked as a barman and in a really busy bar and someone's yelling at you that they want six Jack and six Jack and Cokes, two Cavorges, um, four of those Carlsberg. Actually, which one's cheaper? Is it Carlin or Carlsberg? Oh, Carlsberg. Yeah, can I have three of those? Actually, no, no, Sharon doesn't want that. Actually, just two of those and also get one of those, um, what are those bottles down there? Oh yeah, Cronenberg. Yeah, can I get, can I get that please? But needing to know and yeah. keep it in my head and I could do it and now I can't. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm sure I read somewhere that it was like old, old world kind of thing. People were better with memory. It's not that like we're not good. It's not like it, it's a, a de- degenerative thing or anything. It's just a case of we don't use our memory like we, ca- we can do because we don't need to. So it's kind of, mm. we used to be better at it. And it's not that like we lost the ability. It's just we don't use the ability. Mind Palace. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, think about hunt- that in there, my part, yes. hunter-gatherers who needed yeah, to be able to navigate. Which tree was which. Next question for you both. What are you without your memory? Nothing. It depends how old you are okay. when you lost your memory, to be honest. Um, cause it, what do you mean how old you are? are? You're nothing. You are just a shell of a human. There's a guy, and it was. we watched a video at uni, and it was. I think he had like a seven-second memory or something like that, and it was like, oh, it's just horrifying, because he was, like, I think, like a married man initially, and like he was a, pian- like a, like a well-known pianist or something. And you can see, it would be like, he, the case if he'd lose all short-term memory, so it'd be like, every waking moment of his life would be like, where am I? What's going on? Why am I in this room? What's over there? I don't know what's going on. Like all the time, just having that, you have no idea what's going on. I was like, he could play the piano, obviously. Like, if, you know, because you you like that muscle memory, and also you've just known what happened the past seven seconds. You know what you're doing, so you can kind of play a full tune. But that was about it. And like, you could see this horrible video of him being completely like bewildered of like what's going on, because there's no frame of reference. It's always like I'm in a room. What's going on? Why am I here? What am I doing? But constantly, and that's just terrifying. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's not great, but Memento's a great film. 
Oh yeah, Memento. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, a great film. I would see that Adam Sandler one where you were talking about that with the <laughs> 51st Wait, Date. Yeah. 51st Date. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's uh, one of the one of the stories uh, I read the other day in the it's Oliver Sacks. That's the name of the author, Doctor Oliver Sacks. Um, I think his his book, and it was a guy who did have this this issue, and he was permanently stuck basically in 1945, and he was a really apparently good mannered, nice guy, chatty. Was though, you know, he'd just be like, "Ah, oh, so, um, hey, ah, oh, hey, doc, how's it going?" And the guy would be like, "Oh, how do you know I'm a doctor?" He's like, oh, well, you're dressed like a doctor, and I'm in a doctor's office, I guess. Yeah, so uh, what's up? Am I ill? Like, what's the problem? And just like, no, no, we just we were just doing a quick test. Do you remember any of the items under this box? And he's like, "Nope, never been there before. I don't know what you're talking about." And he's like, "Okay," shows him the things, and he's like, "Cool, okay. Do you want to try and remember them?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've already remembered them. Sorry, what was that? You already remembered them. What? The things in the box. What are you talking about? So you, there's some items under this box. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no problem. And he, then you show him like a piece of paper and he's like, is this your handwriting? I'm like, yeah, that is my handwriting. How did you get that? And it was just this poor guy trapped and he could name all sorts of fun stuff, uh, things that he'd done the whole life. He thought he was 19 and he was like an old man. And it, the guy, the doctor said that the cruelest thing he ever did was he showed him a mirror and he felt awful after doing it but on the plus oh side God. the guy forgot the guy forgot but the yeah. thing was weirdly is that he's, he had to live in this kind of hospital kind of retirement home thing I guess you'd call it and like he was a good man really intelligent like he would smash games like he could smash a game against anyone as long as he could keep the attention and weirdly he would slow, he slowly kind of learnt his way around he learnt where the toilet was and he kind of learnt a routine but he didn't know it if that makes sense you couldn't ask him where the toilet was, but he would be able to find it somehow. And he didn't know anybody, but he recognised that he wasn't in danger or something. It's very strange, but like kind of heartwarmingly cruel. And yeah, he's just for the rest of his life trapped in 1945. That's what he thought it was. See, is that, yeah, is that, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, the whole thing of this is obviously that's, there's, you know, complete Pandora's box of um, equally terrifying and all sorts of, you know, sci-fi and everything else kind of. Being trapped in your own mind like that would be the worst place to be trapped, I think. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot, lot of that. How much would you say that intelligence correlates with memory? Would you really associate... Because I, I think it's interesting in terms of like when you're in school, very much like it was basically just a memory test, right? Is how much stuff mm. could you turn from a book, put in your mind and then regurgitate in an exam? That was that was most of what mm. determined how, like you know, quote-unquote intelligent you were at school. So what do you guys think about that? I think one thing just is like a, a quick note. So when you said, so, do you, if you ever watched Love Island, there was Tommy Fury, guy, for the most part, not very intelligent, and that's I don't mean that in an offensive way. It just seemed like he wasn't that worldly travelled or anything like that. He didn't know how to wash his clothes or anything like that. A lot of the basics that we take, you know, just natural knowledge kind of thing, he just didn't know how to do. Just a bit weird, and I, I think it's more of a case of not really, you know, maybe focusing on boxing over more of an education which is fair enough you know people do that um i know i had a sports teacher in uh, high school and he didn't have his gcse's but he was teaching um gccpe because he did he got bronze in the decathlon or something like that so he's a proper athlete but focused always on being an athlete rather than education if you know what i mean but um, one thing i've said of yeah he may not be like book smart or intelligent in that way but emotionally he was super intelligent in the way of like you know how people react how they are and i think there's there's different levels of intelligence you know different oh, types of intelligence and so one thing of sometimes memory i think gives the i would even say good memory gives the illusion of intelligence you know like oh you know mm. loads of random little facts doesn't mean you're smart it just means you know random facts that's mm-hmm. something i've been able to do for quite a lot of my life it doesn't mean i'm smart and <laughs> <laughs> ride that sweet wave all the way to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess I'd feel that, like, you're, you're totally right. Like, memory gives the illusion of intelligence. Like, for me, maybe, I guess, knowing how to do stuff is the true intelligence, but memory can definitely look like you know what you're doing just because mm. you remember it. But then, at the end of the day, is not knowing how to do something because you remembered how to do it. <laughs> mm. um, it's just the repetition of that thing has given you the skill. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely difficult to to separate those two. And like you said, school at an early age is 100% a memory game. I mean, there's a big problem, I think, with people in the elite schools, uh, universities, sorry, being the ones that basically just had a good memory and managed to, managed to get past all the exams with high marks, but they're not actually that uh, able, as it were, 
when it comes to the real world job application of what they've studied. <laughs> I mean, sure. that's it was a thing of um, I think talking about memory. And it was a uni saying that you get narrow intellect. So a robot has got narrow intellect. So they are like a, che- a chess playing robot is the most intelligent chess player on the planet, but they can only do chess, can't do anything else. And that's one of the biggest things with robots of they have a narrow intelligence. They make intelligence. They may be able to do loads and loads and loads. But they wouldn't know if someone's smiling or frowning, you know, and it's because we have a very broad, I guess, also what we consider to be intelligence of, you know, always relying it back onto how intelligent are they compared to us rather than in their own right. But, um, yeah, so that's always the thing. We've got, like, we're many talents, you know, we can do a lot. You know, one thing of, uh, what was it? I was watching something that was, you know, we take for granted of, like, say if you've got loads of spaghetti lining up, you could have thousands and thousands of pieces of spaghetti and one is at 45 degree angles and you can quite quickly point that out like our vision is that good that you'd be able to do, do one of you guys say this or do I watch on tv that's right yeah it was a thing of i thought it was like our ability to spot you know what is of those nine photos which one's a fire hydrant or which one's a traffic light <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so so not good it really shines right but if frame it of, are you able to identify the missing piece out of two thousand things in a small image and they're like, yeah, the missing thing is it's just at a 45 degree angle. That's super simple. Of course you can see that. But it's because we're so used to it that that's actually really complicated, if you know what I mean. Mm. Well, patterns, isn't it? We see yeah. patterns. With memory, I'm just thinking now, like, because ah, I'm so torn between do people actually have good and bad memories? Or is it that we just, through the way that we've gone through our life up to this point, kind of our brains decided what it wants to be good yeah. Memorizing, yeah, something I I do want to um, get you guys to research for next week is going to be, yeah, ways to actually improve your memory. And I, yeah, and 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 is it it something that we should more be spending more time doing? Do you know to actually try and actively improve because would would that improve other areas of life? Obviously, studying would you'd assume it would, but yeah, is it something that you really like? Is it a muscle that you really need to be exercising and be Mm. be focusing on? Biggest thing I heard of is just like sleep, like when you sleep. It allows your brain to like chill out and get rid of all the junk in it. And, uh, I mean, junk literally by chemicals, like it does actually clean your brain. And this is hugely beneficial for memory. And it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you know, you study it all night or something. Like you remember maybe 2%. <laughs> mm. But if you study a like healthy amount and then go to sleep and then wake up and then do it again, then you're more likely. Oh, wait, and that brings me on to my last point. Man, the, I mean, people have different choices of the exact numbers. But like you have like the three seven ten or the ten 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 or the three three three, and one of them is the three three three. That was one that I taught when I was doing that uh, study exam thing, which is the learn something, go back to it three minutes later, then go back to it three hours later, then go back to it three days later. There's a name for this type of thing, and like blow me down if it doesn't actually work. <laughs> like if you actually decide you want to memorize anything, ten objects. Um, 10 equations, 10 methods of making a cocktail, and you come back to it at regular intervals, each one getting longer. It's all about it, yeah, switching something from your long in, yeah. so short into long-term memory. Yeah. So that, that transition, that actually, if you take the time and effort to do it, then yeah, there's, yeah like it it's, it's a hugely underutilized tool, I think, that we have at our disposal. Mm. Because obviously, like you say, so many of the things in our lives we don't, don't require anymore. So. Yeah, like you mentioned, we don't need any more with phones. I mean, I don't know who else makes notes on their phones for the most arbitrary things, because you're like, don't need to remember it, because I'll put it on my hand or I'll write it in my phone. But then you need to remember to look at your phone when you need to remember something. <laughs> oh, was it would go bloop and tell me something? Like, yeah. <laughs> Going for yeah. the the sleep thing of uh, it's just a uh, ten podcast, and it was seemed like it's not one of those things you can play. You can't make back sleep. You can't do whatever. It's a case of I think they did it of something with uh, I think it was learning. Like you had to learn X amount of things, and so they studied it of like if you get below seven hours of sleep, you're just not able to remember stuff as well. And it was like, they tried teaching somebody after X amount of sleep and it was like below seven hours and you are not taking in information as well. Just it's a matter of fact. And it's like seven to eight hours is ideal. And below that it's, you know, Oh, I know I've worked it so I can work on six hours sleep. You know, I'm okay. And it's like, no, you can't, your body needs seven. You know, you can't also direct link to Alzheimer's and dementia. The less sleep you have in your life, the higher mm. the, it's like causation to Alzheimer's, which is just terrifying. Um, I'll, I'll no. double check the causation. No. Correlation, but, um, so yeah, actually, final point on that. Um, quick one again. If you remind me the Alzheimer's thing. 
do you so if, say you were in your um in your later your sort of you know twilight of your life you're in your 80s or 90s and you get to sort of choose would you you know hypothetically obviously but you get to choose would you rather lose your mind or your body at that point and so that memory or your or your, or your sort of you know ability to function probably it's got to be body would, would it be it? an easy one for you or would that be a bit more what's even the point exactly i mean yeah. depends how bad body if it's if it's that bad with no. the body, I mean, just yeah. die anyway. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's, you know. God, I just get it But I, I, yeah, I think that is, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do agree with I think it, asking three guys in the twenties that is obviously going to be tricky. But I did have this chat with my grandma not too long ago, who's is ninety-two, our grandma Fred, and um, yeah, she she was like, yeah, absolutely happy to keep you know, I want to keep my mind. That's that's what it's. That's what it's yeah. right. The scary thing, I guess, is if you keep your mind but your body deteriorates, you're there the whole time witnessing it. And tortured by it. If you lose your mind, but your body's fine, you're just a weird vegetable that's enjoying life. <laughs> Maybe not so enjoying yeah. can be very and not even that. Nice. But if you're then trapped in your own mind and it's terrifying and bad, like you're saying, it, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it is. It's a tricky one. It's definitely a good one. video, which I, I'll need to find the the name of. Maybe to find it, but um, it won awards. It's a short video, like a short film, and it's just powerful because it's. I'll, I'll describe it. So there's a pregnant woman who sat at a bus stop. And there's an elderly gentleman who's sat next to her, and they sit alongside. And he says, like, "Oh, is it is it hard?" She's like, "Oh, pardon me." It's like, "Oh, you know, like having the baby. You know, is it is it tough or something like that?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you know, it's fine." I was like, "Oh, how how old, how far along are you?" Like, "Oh, this this amount of time." She's been a bit like a bit funny with him. Um, he's like, "Oh well, um, well, best of luck. You know, is your husband happy?" Oh no, the husband's out of the picture. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, you know what about a? Well, you've got family, yeah. Well, my dad's really ill, and I kind of don't know what I'm going to do. I'm a bit scared, really. It's like, well, don't worry, I'll be okay. And then she goes, right. Well, this is our bus now. And he's like, what? Come on, dad, you need to get the bus. And it's that thing of you meet the two characters as complete strangers, but the whole reason why she becomes more like back offish is because it's her dad who's meeting her in a really lovely for the first time. But it's like you're having to care for somebody, and it's you know. Even if they're being nice, it's still like you've got your own life and it's just difficult. And it was, yeah, it's a really poignant, really good short film. And it's like sad and it, a really good appreciation for what it was like as the person with Alzheimer's to be like, oh, you're just having a nice chat. You're obviously at the bus stop for whatever reason. And suddenly it's like, why well, I have to follow this person I don't know, get onto a bus, you know, mad. I was, that, that, that was well worth the, uh, the length of the story. <laughs> I'd just end it there, definitely. Yeah, that was great. Hey guys, yeah, um, we'll call it there for this week. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for listening to this first half of our episode, um, of episode 17 on memory. And um, we'll see you after this short break. Welcome back to part two of this episode on memory. As you may remember, we were talking about memory, and I asked these guys some things about <coughs> it. <coughs> Did we remember? You may remember. You may remember from about fifty seconds ago. What? What a joke. Okay, so um, let's let's open it up to Freddie. So, who you may notice this week sounds slightly better. Twenty euros. Only taken him seventeen episodes to get himself a mic. Move around, okay. So, that's no what, excuse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so they're so cumbersome to travel with a with a dynamite. But yeah, so. yeah, in my pocket, it barely fits in my pocket. <laughs> barely. Um, yeah. I mean, well, it does. Ba- <laughs> but you have some sort of bag when you're traveling, <laughs> mate. Rather than just carry everything that you when you travel anywhere so in your pockets. In your pockets, like Skyrim. I'm, o- I'm over encumbered from all the things <laughs> in my pockets. <laughs> I had to buy new trousers just for bigger pockets. <laughs> no, I had to wear two pairs of trousers at the airport. Yeah, just I've got the extra pocket space. I wear trousers instead of sleeves, so I have an extra like leg to fit stuff in, and they hang off my arms. But no space for a microphone. Uh, you joke, but I have one. I have one. I have one. Multiple pairs of trousers at an airport once. Freddie, I would love to know what did you yeah research this week about memory and what um what sort of jumped out at you, and did you do your homework? Did you know what it was? Um, I did, yeah, I did my homework. I rem- oh, shut up. Um, well, the first thing like, is... Phone you, open. Yeah, memory. I'm doing my homework right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia. Hey, no. um, it was like, you, you Google memory and then someone like puts up, what are the three types of memory? And you, know, you scroll a bit further and it's like, what are the four types of memory? And you keep going, it gets to seven. <laughs> it's like, what are the seven types of memory? So 
according to one site, the types of memory are broken down into short and long term. And then short term, you go much further because I guess you forget. And long term goes down to implicit and explicit. Uh, explicit memory is kind of like episodic, which is like events, which gets reconstructed over time and you constantly re-remember things differently. Uh, then you also have semantic, which is like knowledge where you, you're like, yeah, I know that you need 12 inches to a foot. Is that right? Is it 13? <laughs> 13 <laughs> inches to a baker's foot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. Of course. Uh, and then you've got the implicit memory uh, primary, which knowing how to do something or like speaking, you know, you just do it instinctually. And then motor memory like riding a bike and I don't know if you're really good at chopping onions, maybe you're good at that. So that was the first first kind of hole I went down, like the types of memory. And the fun part was like how the reconstructed memory, like you're constantly forgetting and re-remembering and forgetting and re-remembering and it just completely warps it. Like it is really difficult to maintain um, like true, true uh, recollection of events. But yeah, so that was the first bit I mentioned. I'll go into other stuff later, I feel like. Johnny might want to define memory. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, Johnny, for the definition, missed, please. I mean, he's been sat there. The biggest. Itching. He's just been sat there. His Did he, you, didn't even, you didn't even mention that as even such a thing as a definition. I mean, come on now. Uh, so, the, well, uh, we've given some, the, some different, different, but let's hear, let's hear the official. Let's see, uh, the Johnny's certified which, definition of memory. Let's the faculty by which the mind stores and remembers information. Something remembered from the past. Those are the two different ones. Uh, I mean, I, I had... Um, opposed to the future? or. <laughs> Also, hey, fun. I actually had a really cool idea that planning is no, what was it planning is trying to remember the future. Ooh, ah. Yeah, that's. Um, I, I like as well. I mean, some can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, <laughs> of that, we say you're looking forward to the future and you're looking back to the past because you know you're walking forward. Um, whereas in India, it's that you're walking back to the future and you're walking forward to the past because you can't see what's behind you so that's the future and you can see where you've been and that's the past that, so it that makes was, sense that was robert zemeckis thought... um, inspiration for the film for all three films back to the future actually so yeah was it you got your back to no. the future but still <laughs> back you said it was such conviction i was like wait, wait a second i don't even know what name you said is that a random name you made up is that well, the actual name is the is the director of back to the future no no way and um, forrest what? gump i, thought, and I actually other... thought it was steven spielberg i'm so confused no, Jaws sure. was in the second one. No idea. As the 3D that's, thing. That's that, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's Um I I didn't need to worry too much about research because I did a whole um, lecture on this. I didn't do it. I just sat in a lecture and wrote things down. Um, and yeah, it, the the Fair. three distinct memory processes. Oh wait, what was who's the director? It's Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you saying the second name so fast. I don't know if you actually know it or if it's just because you know it so well, you don't Robert. need to say it properly. Zemeckis. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, so as I just got my old uni book out, and I was like, "Oh, look at all the stuff I, I did before," um, and now I've forgotten everything immediately. Um, so, three distinct memory processes are encoding, storage, and retrieval. So, it's pretty self-explanatory. One is you're just writing it down. Two is you're putting it somewhere for later, and then retrieval. The third is you just get it from wherever you had it to read it again three types of memory the those are the processes and there's three types of memory so there's one you missed out there's long term and short term but there's also sensory memory and this holds like a colossal amount of information to a point of and it's about three seconds or less worth so like you know you get echoic which is acoustic iconic visual haptic tactile and if you remembered all your sensory memories you'd I wrote down you'd fill your storage up just really quickly. It's a case of you just can't remember that much because there's so much information. It's not like I remember these bits. It's like no. Imagine if you remembered everything you saw. So what, what like do you use every that little detail? So just it's, it's, it's just it's all the things you've experienced, but it's just so it's so this so the thing would be so you'd have sensory input, yeah. sensory register, and that's where you, you do that's so the so first you, you feel something so that it first gets inputted and then you have a little sensory register so it's the memory of it and that's a point of where the first point of forgetting something so that's why you may forget things then from sensory register it goes to short-term memory and short-term memory is memory retained for less than a minute and so then after the short-term memory you may forget it or you can then rehearse it and then it goes to long-term memory and long-term memory as Freddie was saying is 
broken into different things. The two main things we got were procedural, which is non-conscious, i.e. riding the bike, and then declarative, which is the classic memory. So the loss of this is anti-grade memory. Um, so it's like 51st Dates, Memento, Finding Nemo. I mean, all great films, all about people forgetting stuff. Um, and then the types of declarative memory are semantic memory, so which is objective. So it's just knowing, like, France is France. You know, you don't need to remember how you learned it or whatever. Or, you know, like, and animals also have semantic memory. And then episodic memory, which is remembering. So it's subjective. It's episodic, as you say, Freddie. Uh, it develops late and is it uniquely human? We don't know. Um, mm. And then to to uh, finish off, so I, I, last week I mentioned about um, a guy who, I said seven seconds, that was 51st dates. It's actually 20 seconds and it is Clive Waring. You can look him up. He got an infection of herpes viral encephalitis um, and just, he got, just can't remember anything whatsoever doesn't store anything what's at all so every 20 seconds he has no idea where he is it's just a bit terrifying for him but he can still play the piano and still has that kind of thing and another uh, case was patient hm i think it's because he's actually anonymous you don't know who it is but he had epilepsy and they removed part of his brain like they were just like yeah let's just cut it out um it cured the epilepsy but he had severe anti-grade and retrograde amnesia so he, so the kind of thing. So you don't have epilepsy. You can learn new motor skills. You can remember everything before the surgery. Your intelligence is effective, but you can't remember anything new. So like he could learn a new skill, like how to skateboard or something, but he'll have no recollection of ever learning how to do that. Uh, apparently he's just pretty happy to go lucky guy though. This is so. hippocampus that was chopped up. Ah oh, yes. That makes if anyone cares. Yeah. It was hippocampus that was cut off. So it mean like he like you said he couldn't make new like memories that he would be able to consciously be aware of and like it taught a lot about like memory triggers and figuring out what it is that makes a memory a memory i mean i went down a bit of that as well but we'll get yeah, to that go for it I'm, I um, I'm done now that's all my that's that's all i got from those <laughs> 10 pages of uni so right i'm out See that top job done yet <laughs> finish the finish the episode <laughs> i'm spent I got stuff on how to improve memory. I got stuff on how to forget and a little bit on what memories are. So, don't know what how to about. forget as in, as in or, or just or how we do forget. Okay, well, well, it, it, they tie together. So, there are th- according to this source, three ways of forgetting. The first is passive, which is where it kind of just fades over time. We're not sure what that's like. Is it a loss of the trigger of the memory? Is it that the neurons are reading different ways? Or is it like that the connections between them break down or something else, right? And like, it just happens to all of us. It's just how it works over time. Then there's um, night targeted forgetting, which is where like, you know, you go to sleep and your brain clears out all the junk from the day, um, which is why sometimes like if someone says to you, hey, so what did you eat tomorrow? Or yesterday? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, you, you can't remember something you did yesterday, even though it was literally just yesterday, and you should be able to recall it, but because nothing important happened at the time and you weren't really paying attention, you, it's just gone. And that's due to what I think is when you're sleeping, they just, you just cut out that crap. And then the third is motivated forgetting, which is basically suppression. And it's like, it's, a t- it's tied in with trauma or if you... Actually, it's also tied in with like if you you know want to get on with someone, but you they did something that hurt you in the past or something, and you basically push away bad thoughts. And um, it kind of it's it's something we all do all the time, apparently, and that like it really enables you to you know keep your confidence and not think about bad things all the time. You you naturally, ideally, some people probably don't, or some people are having a bad time, push away bad thoughts or bad memories. Otherwise, you'd be constantly plagued with every bad thing that happened in a certain room because negative memories come back quite easily right a lot plagued every time that you know let's say you were going to go play football and suddenly all the flooding memories came back of every mistake you'd ever made <laughs> just like you you push that away so you can focus in the present i feel a good really example sure of that is as you do every single day if you forget there are germs on literally every surface you will ever touch and you have no <laughs> idea what those germs are yeah. and some people are less affected than this than others and some people you know will be like no i need to disinfect everything because everything i touch i know that something's on it whereas you just forget about it don't you you know it's kind of like i know that anything i touch could be infected with whatever and we've been very much brought to light with 
Yeah, coronavirus and stuff like that. Don't think about it, right? You, you, yeah, you just forget about you just it. Don't think. Forget about it, man. Just, just forget. Just, 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 just like ninety percent of blokes. It's kind of like you know, you just go for a wee. Most guys don't wash their hands. You know, you just forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I did that. Did yeah, that. a friend of mine who told me about the thing with um bar peanuts is like the the um the most common <sighs> cause of spreading, like. I don't think it was because syphilis, but something, something like that, and it was S- like STDs. Call it STDs. It was something like that. But, but yeah, it was basically. Yeah, you can yeah, bet if you're in a pub. Might be herpes actually, but yeah, it was pretty. Basically, it was like don't don't eat bar <laughs> peanuts as a rule. You can bet if you're in a pub that, and I, like it's at eleven o'clock. Any guy who's been to the toilet probably hasn't washed his hands. Yeah, guaranteed. Yep. Yep. That's so sad. Yeah. That's just that's just the truth, the hard cold truth. <laughs> That's what people come here for, the hard, cold facts um, on <laughs> things that we think we maybe know. Yes. It's good stuff, but yeah. Well, no, that's really okay. good. So, sorry, I've, got, I've got to tell you about this. Oh, the, the, what memories are was a really, I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on this because this was kind of tricky when I was reading about it because, like, we're not computers, right? We, we, there's no memory bank. It are takes, you sure? Memories are a collection of, okay, we could all be in a simulation, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, as far as we know, neurons in different areas of the brain joining up together to more memory and i was like yeah okay whatever youtube video i get that and then it's like you know so you have like the taste and this the uh, like the visual cortex at the back of your head like use some information and blah blah blah. and then thing was right these are the two mind blowy stuff one mind blow stuff is that when you memories when you remember something really vividly like you actually sit and play through memory as far as your brain's concerned you're there actually actively having that information sent to your brain by stories and when you're like really engrossed in a book or a film or someone's telling you a story that's hilarious and you're just you're in the moment with them as far as your brain knows you're getting that information in like you're there which is why it's so common for like people to get fake memories from people telling stories enough that you think you were there but actually you weren't actually there right i'm sure you yeah. maybe yeah, yeah, experienced yeah, that where you think a childhood memory is yeah. yours but it's not um I've got, and then uh, I was, the second part oh. I'll go. I'll go. I'll, I mean in my head it came to me and I was like oh what a great little like you know inverted commas quote or something like that and then I've I lost it a bit so now I'm trying to like think of a good way either way sharing a memory is the only way to know it's real and do you know the thought of do you know like how? what's the difference I was thinking before I was like if you can imagine something really fiercely you can almost imagine like it actually happened if you know what I mean and it's just imagination but it's only if you're able to actually share a previous experience that you definitely know it is true or not if you know what I mean and the best rule for that well, is you just know, you know, never, never let dream. the truth get in the way of a good story you know but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah somebody said yeah, my my, uh, my nine's 90, well Welsh for grandma she's 96 and um all her everyone she's known is just dying around her um and it's like she does rnli um and it's like the 80 year olds get her to do stuff because she's just more mobile than them and she's got like people younger than her are all dying out there's nobody her age anymore they're all dead i know it's, it's quite sad really but also she just gets on with it because it's just life but um for her though so many of her memories will be known to share with if you don't know I mean and like if you've seen coco or Day, uh, Book of the Dead. So if I, oh, not Book of the Dead. Day of oh. the Dead. What's it? What's it called? No, it is Book of the Book of Life. Book of Book of Life. Book of Life. Um, that the idea that you know when you're when there's no one there to remember you, that's when you actually die. Yeah, there's like because two you, deaths, right? You, 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 the first death is when you like, die, and then the second death is when you the last time that anyone mentions your name, like the yeah. last memory. Of you. Yeah. Once that's gone, what you die cool twice. Thing. And that's, yeah. Final final point is uh, my mum's been going through some more like video uh, cassettes of uh, from like years back. So I was dad died when I was a fo- my dad died when I was four. So that's like twenty three years ago. Um, so she got these things developed out, went to a place and did put it onto USB. Played a video with my brother, um, and it was like the th- and it was like my dad said a sentence, and it was like his voice probably hasn't presenced like the earth and the whole universe for like 23 years since like, there's been no like that's you know that that that's like crazy. set of sound waves has, hasn't been around has not been present whatsoever and that's the first time somebody's heard his voice in that 23 years which is just mad that idea back of like bringing it back to life yeah so i still need to listen to it that's i mean true. hopefully i'm going to my brothers on sunday so oh you weren't there you just, you, she's just no. been playing it because she got the USB, went to my brother's to see new baby, and then like, oh, we can play this, and can I give you this so you can edit it to make it, you know, kind of obviously 
old home videos are full of rubbish, mainly, of someone like, look, cool, a camera. Let's record this wall for like 20 seconds and then, oh, look, someone's over there doing something and nothing's really happening. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I still need to watch it, so I'll be hopefully on Sunday. <laughs> I see that um, was a movie where I was like, a guy at a wedding, he just zooms in on a plate of ham for like a good 20 <laughs> seconds. It's like all the, all the wedding's going on and he just zooms in on a plate of ham. And then leaves it there for like, you know. I don't think Kara's awesome. Uh, it's just like, you know, like, you're so, like, in, definitely videos are like, if you see kids, like, on camcorders, and it's just, like, zooming in, zooming out, zooming in. It's just like, this is incredible. Look what I can do. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the screen, and it's showing me something which I can also see with my eyes, though. And yeah, it's just, yeah. So, like, the whole videos are just terrible, most of them. They're just tap. That's funny. That's great. But yeah. I actually do, I actually do have a video of me at, like, maybe eight years old with a camcorder that got sent to us. I've got it saved on my box for like forever kind of times. Mm. And it's just me in a really weirdly high-pitched voice going, oh, look, a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and it's just like zooming in and out. And I was like, it's exactly what you just said. And I'm like, yeah. I have that. Yeah. I literally have that. So we have, the one exception is that, um, I think is our, our cousin, Freddie, our, our cousin who lives in Australia, his um, his dad's like a producer. And he said, he, and he's as an only child as well, like we said, he was probably one of the most photographed children on the planet. There's <laughs> just so many, oh, there's yeah. so much footage of him. Like every, every year, his dad like posts stuff with us, like, like the most crazy detailed videos of his, you know, talking his whole life. It's really cool to me. But I think it's really. I mean, it's, really it's a good thing. thing. The best thing to do is take little. I mean, I usually say, oh, I don't know. I have, since having kids, I've definitely been like a minute video of Ezra. It's pretty entertaining for me. But usually, like, take videos <laughs> and make them ten second long, ten seconds long, because you can bet you will not care to watch more than ten seconds. Obviously, now I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, if you got, and I think definitely get candid videos. It makes such a difference because do you know, like it's all fine and well. Same with like photos, like like post photos, candid photos and candid videos are lovely because you know you'll look at something, and it's, well, obviously having a kid now of like you know a few months later, a little candid video of him just making random noises or just looking around, and it's like the behavior changes mm. so much. How are you defining candid there? Just when like. You're not you're not videoing it because they're doing something interesting, oh, or you're not videoing like because they're posing. It's just like them, just like no, 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 or like yeah, eating some food yeah. or whatever. And that's you know, like yeah. yeah. I mean, the exception to that rule is playing. if you're recording yeah. some like if you're recording a song or something that's like a set amount of time. It's really annoying if you record it and then stop it halfway through because you'll be like you're <laughs> yeah. watching it, getting into it, like, oh, and then just the video just stops. I, it, yeah. I thought you were gonna say like you just. It doesn't work when you're videoing other kids. I mean, because <laughs> definitely don't do that. <laughs> just you're getting into trouble. <laughs> oh, man. Like a bunch of points in the conversation. But I was now thinking that maybe there's three deaths. And I think not for all people, but for many, I guess, when you get old. Like the first death is you forgetting stuff. Like if you forget yourself, oh, yeah. you stop being you, don't you? Mm. That could be the first death. If you stop, stop being the you you got, used to be. I mean, yeah, or you are, you revert back to the you at nineteen, even though you're eighty four. Because you got could you imagine? It was a thought. Do you imagine now, like, because do you know it's that thought of imagine right now, and then suddenly snap, you're in like an eighty year old body because you've forgotten the eighty years that have just been, well, sixty years that have just gone by, and you've got Alzheimer's, so you still feel like you're some twenty year old doing whatever, and it's like, Ugh. wait, am I not? Because that was how it would feel like. You'd feel like you're doing whatever. And suddenly, why am I in an old body? Like, what's going on here? And I did just, you watch it? Did you watch terrifying. that thing? The, did you watch The Weight? Yeah, I did, actually. Well, no, you Johnny, you yeah. told us about it. No, Johnny, Johnny told us no, about it. No, I told you about Johnny it. T- yeah. Oh, I couldn't remember who... T- I thought yeah, the problem is it's remember, great. Yeah, that was, that was horrible. Much, once it's been spoiled, it's like, it does take it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, if you just said, I've got a great video about this, watch it. And then when we watched it, that would have been better. Yeah, so but it's, 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 it's what happened to them. <laughs> well, no, it was, well, just means I'm such a good storyteller. I think <laughs> no, it's like, it was right I there. I couldn't tell the difference if we were there or not. I was like, am I am I filming this? Am I am I the person? Am I the director behind the camera? But yeah, no, no, it's it is it is like it's so yeah, it's done so well to make you think like it's just like a normal kind of conversation, cool, and then like yeah, boom, cool. yeah. It's, Carry on with your point, Freddie. Basically, if you try and think about what memory it is, right? So uh, Johnny might be saying, "Oh yeah, I have a memory of." Ezra eating some apple slices or something. But the question is, it broke down to what is the memory, right? Because you say, oh, well, the memory is him doing this. Well, what is it? Is it the sight of him doing that? Well, no, it's also the sound. It's also kind of the smell. And then it's also kind of like, well, it's an apple. And it's like, well, the concept of an apple. Well, an apple, you know, is a fruit. 
like and you need all of these memories have to tie in together to to form that single memory right because that was something that popped up in the book I'm reading by Oliver Sacks is that someone who loses the concept of what stuff is which is just mind blowing I think I mentioned it like mm. he, you hand him a pen and you say what's this and he's like don't know never seen it before he's like well, we'll play with it see what and he plays oh oh, oh I made a mark on my hand it's a pen like you just because he lost the memory of what things are if that makes sense oh, yeah. just terrifying and so, like, the memory that we think is, like, oh, it's a little home video. It's not. It's a huge collection of experiences that all ties in to make what a memory is. Mm. It, I don't know, blows my mind. I think is what's crazy is that life with, with amnesia is that you don't... Oh, actually, no, I actually heard of a story somewhere, actually. Um, that people don't forget how to talk. I think it seems to be something so hugely ingrained. Although, I did meet somebody once who was... Um, I think he was actually... I don't know if he was from Poland or it was his par- one parent was Polish and one was English. Um, but you, you wouldn't know anything. And apparently he said when he was nine, fell down the stairs, complete amnesia to the point he couldn't talk, anything like that. Had to relearn how to do everything. So he used to be able to speak Polish and English. And then after the nine, they just taught him just English effectively. And he had to relearn how to walk, how to t- talk, oh. everything. Like a complete, and like all those memories before then is just nothing. I think it's absolutely mad that idea of just forgetting everything. That's terrifying. Yeah. I Speech. So, sort of following the thing you said just before that, it was the, how, you know, the home video thing. How different do you think it is for the person watching the, who was there and then someone who wasn't there? Because obviously, like I say, it's just that, that little snippet, right? So then, so like, yeah, so for, for, for someone watching the video who was actually there. Stuff in, doesn't it? Yeah, and then the person who was just you know, watching it, oh, I've never heard this before. It's just interesting how, how much more your, your mind will actually like fill in around, around the outside, around how much. How much deeper your memory mm, well, goes, yeah. as it were, than, than just these little snippets? Because you're watching when you, if you, if like nostalgia, isn't it? When you're watching it with a memory already attached, it makes that video so much more alive mm. than when you're just watching a video and you've got nothing prior to it. You're like, okay, cool, whatever. But I think with storytelling, like movies, suddenly if you started a film three quarters of the way through, say like Endgame or something like that, one of the, the big films, is be like oh what's going on um i mean he's like you, have you not watched the previous 10 years of films to make sure this is like so incredibly huge and then you're watching it like oh cool they died is that is that an issue yeah it's massive it's huge like okay whatever you know so like you're seeing the same thing but yeah, you're not concept, actually though, yeah, yeah. freddie i hear you've got a story for us uh-huh, story time yeah it was just another one another one from the book and this is another weird way that the brain works and Man, this just, it's just something that you just can't conceive. None of us probably really conceive of this. So it's a woman who had a stroke and as like one half of her brain had a bad time. I think it was the left half. I'm pretty sure it was the left half. Or no, it was the, maybe it was the right half because it affected her left side. And she was, afterwards, she seemed pretty fine and she could, she could function and everything. But she'd make weird complaints. Like she'd be sat down and someone would be like, oh, um, here's your dinner, Doroth. And she'd be like, oh, it's very small today. And they'd be like, no, 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 it's, it's a normal size. She'd be like, it's very small. And then she'd be like, where's my coffee? It's like, it's right here. But it was on her left side. But her eye worked, right? Her eye worked. It's just that she couldn't see stuff on the left side, right? And you think, okay, fine, whatever, Freddie, that doesn't seem that odd. She'd forgotten what it is to conceive of stuff on the left. To the point that if she's staring in the mirror and she's doing her makeup, she puts the makeup on only her right side of the face. And if oh someone's God. like, where is your coffee? And it's on the left side, she can't remember to look to the left. The only way that if she oh, figured wow. it out after like a lot of trial was that she had to remember, oh, I need to look to my right all the way around in a circle until she found the thing that she was looking for. She'd lost That's the mad. concept and the memory of anything being on the left. She can't look oh, left. God. If you said look left, she can't do it. She can't remember that concept. She can only remember right. How oh, artists can't. She's remember. she's not an ambi turner. That's, that's I it. literally was just thinking that. I was like, is that, is that, is that, <laughs> do you like this thing? Like, yeah, it's the origin of the ambi turner. Yeah. I can't do that. Literally, it is. Oh, she needs to get to you know, the, the school for people, kids who can't read good and want to learn to do other good stuff good too. It needs to be at least oh, three times bigger. Than this. <laughs> what is yeah. this for ants? Where is my coffee? Oh. What is this? Coffee for ants <laughs> on my left. Oh, okay. uh, well, is is that is that the same person though? Maybe it's something different, or something where like 
if, if not thinking about it, she, I'm sure I heard something of where it, it was like somebody didn't properly register stuff, but they could still know what was there. So it'd be like, they may pick it up to drink it, but they won't be able to tell you where it is on the table kind of thing. Or am I thinking yeah, of something that's, else? That's the thing. It's not her, but it's a damage to your visual cortex where like you, 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 your brain can't see stuff through your eyes, but actually other parts of your brain use your eyes too. So if you throw yeah. something at them, they'll dodge it, but they can't physically see it. Like it'd move out of the way. Like if you swung something at them, because that go, that part of your brain is a different. Right, it's like a dangerous like... test. But yeah. <laughs> Let's Ooh. see if you can do yeah, this or not. We're just going to swing yeah. at you. Know, so, but they cool. can navigate walls and they could move around. So a cool thing. I, I always thought. Do you know um, your inner monologue that you have? That actually is the speed at which you think. You know, so that you like you'll you'll think in your head with words. You're not, and like when you get to speed reading, where you're reading like hundreds of words in a minute or whatever. It's because you're getting rid of that monologue and you're trying to just take in the information and like bypass that middleman. And I always thought, well, do you deaf people because they don't have the inner monologue? Are they faster at thinking? I never really got to ask this question. Um, and then it was, I uh, it was Abby's. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> someone to tell me. No, um, it was. Um, I got to chat to somebody, and he um, he's a preacher in Abu Dhabi. We got to get, when he went over there. Um, we stayed with him and he was up until the age of seven. I think he was deaf and then he regained his hearing for like two years and then lost it again. So he's able to learn how to talk oh. properly and then lost it again. Uh, but he can still kind of hear, but apparently it's to do with like inner ear canals or something like that of like higher tones. He doesn't register. So low talking, he can kind of understand mainly he lip reads. Um, but saying that I said like, do people think faster or something like that? I think I also looked online, whatever. And it's a case of people who sign, they think in sign. So it's not a case of you thinking of the words, you're thinking of the hands in, in your head, which I think is mad. Mm. Um, also, it's a whole, a, a whole like different community, the deaf world, um, of saying like, you know, it, it's not it's like quite insular as well. So it's kind of like there is like a big, obviously because you can, it's like when you go to uni and people stick with their own languages because it's just easier, isn't it? You know, you stay in your comfort zone. Uh, so the same thing with deaf and signing. Um, but yeah, apparently a little bit slower, yeah, I think. Yeah, deaf. Oh, I got one last point about memory. If you'd like. Shoot. Very interesting. Now, I know you guys know this because I mentioned it, but um, it wasn't in the podcast. So I had to tell everyone. The world needs to know that when you're hammered and you're blackout drunk, you're not forming new memories. You're not even, you're not even there. You're, you're, just, you're running on autopilot. So when you finally wake up in the morning, you're like, oh my God, what happened? I don't remember. You can't remember because you weren't even forming the memories at yeah. the time. You were just blackout. Just a meat mech doing it for you. Exactly. So take care of your meat mech, guys. That's, um, that's, anyway, that's, uh, that's, we call that as time. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to this week's episode of No Idea Yet. Uh, we do hope you've learned something. And we sincerely hope you join us next week where we'll be talking about something else. I don't know, go read the title. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That was good. That absolutely smashed it. That's great. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of No Idea Yet. If you've got any questions for us or suggestions for us, then send us an email at noideayetpodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, follow us on Instagram if you fancy for uh, some slightly delayed updates on what we do. (laughs) That's No Idea Yet podcast on uh, on Instagram. So thank you very much and we will uh, see you next time.